Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to the Love Me True podcast. My name is Jessie Rolton, women's empowerment photographer and self-love advocate. Each episode, I will be speaking with an inspiring human and bringing you tools to tackle the important stuff, so you can go out and live an empowered life. This is not a place for guilt and shame, but a place of growth and transformation. Thank you for listening. Now let's begin. Hey, beautiful humans. On this episode, we talk to the wonderful Nina Simone from Monochrome and Simone. She is an amazing plus-size blogger. We talk about our mutual love for building other women up, uh, dealing with her chronic pain and what she did to help. Uh, Also with that uh, mental health and her chronic and heightened anxiety and now depression as well. We talk about how to deal with that, um, how she's been helping friends during this time of crisis uh, and how it's just one of those things that have become normal for us and what we do to deal with that. And we also uh, talk about getting rid of what doesn't make you feel good. Now this is in fashion sense but really guys if it doesn't serve you get rid of it. Um, and that's what I'd leave, love to leave you with today. So let's dive on into the interview. Cool. So today we have the beautiful Nina Simone from Monochrome and Simone, um, who is my darling friend and have met, well, actually met, what, years ago now? At a, yeah, like 2016. Oh my God. It feels yeah. so long ago. Um, so she is a lovely plus size blogger. Um, and I will let you sort of introduce yourself a little bit more. Tell us more about yourself and what you do. Um, hello. <laughs> <laughs> so I um, got into plus size blogging about mm, five or six years ago, um, just by accident. Uh, did like a guest blog on another Kiwi plus size blog. And then from there, kind of got into it my own blog which I called Monochrome and Simone because I am notorious for not wearing colour. <laughs> um, I'm a very monochromatic wardrobe um, and my middle name's Simone so I was, it was it was a time where everybody's blog name was something and something like it was just the thing everybody called their blog their name plus something um, so that's where that came from. Um, and since then, it's kind of as the platforms have changed, I've kind of moved over to Instagram, whereas my blog was initially like a um, website and Facebook, um, to doing just more fashion. And over the years, I kind of, because of the work I was doing with the fashion blogging, I got into modeling, um, which is kind of where I met Jessie. Um, (laughs) and so I've always kind of, the reason I wanted to get into it, can I? Yeah, of course you can. (laughs) Um, I always loved fashion, but I've always been like a bigger girl. Um, and it was always so hard to find clothes, but I've kind of, I kind of never let it stop me. Um, so like, I just kind of wanted to share the stuff that I found with other plus size girls basically um and give them like some info on where to get things and how to style things because i kind of just thought everybody knew how to dress for their shape but it turns out it's actually it's not that easy like it can be um quite difficult so i really i found that i loved helping other girls learn to dress themselves for their shape um and so it's yeah it's kind of just been a snowball sort of a thing um I've done so much like I can't even it's been the most amazing opportunities and even just getting to interact with people who kind of get what you're talking about um help people with their confidence has been something I didn't mean to do but has just come from doing what I've been doing all these years so um I'm I'm still so grateful when people message me and they're like oh like I really thank you for saying this or saying that it really helped my confidence or it really helped me in some way or another um that turns out that's my favorite part (laughs) well it's nice right to build other people like other women up 
Um, yeah. Yeah. Like it's so empowering. Like I find that with I, when I shoot other women, like photograph other women, I love it. I, I love being able to build yeah. another woman up. Um, yeah. And so I guess sharing that energy and like, you don't know, like I know whenever we meet up and we have conversations, we always get like, so bouncing off each other because we're just like oh my god me too oh my god yes oh I didn't even realize that or like yeah yeah it's um it's really nice kind of creating those friendships and I think that in the body positive movement that's a like a really good cornerstone of it is just like the supporting of other women and um getting the space to do that like to have those conversations mm. yeah yep. no, I think that's so important and I love that you do that with women of all shapes and sizes and like I love looking at your blog because like I've followed you for a while now and seeing the journey that you've gone on and like just the confidence and that it doesn't have to be expensive stuff because I've seen that you work with K&K and Posty Plus and like yeah the wet have you done stuff with the warehouse um, I've done, I did heaps of stuff, not, not necessarily working with them, but, um, one of the things that I used to do on my blog a lot, um, which I kind of just haven't had time for more recently is just going into like the warehouse and Kmart and farmers and just trying on a bunch of stuff, putting some outfits together, um, that are affordable. And I know that that's a favorite kind of segment for a lot of people because I mean, not everybody has tons, like I don't for a long time um haven't had money to spend heaps of money on one item um so to show people the options that they can get and the way that they can make it look the way they want to look for less money um yeah i really enjoy doing that and i think it's help helpful people yeah. tend to pick up so yeah no I, I have to agree like i think there's something in being able to because there's such a thing around like fashion is is very expensive and it's unaffordable so like I know I'm pretty slack with my style I'm kind of like a jeans and t-shirt kind of girl at at the moment and I would love to have a different style but I, I struggle because I'm a bigger girl because of um I'm a curvy girl and because uh proportionately I'm like a, a 12 and a 16 at the same time on my top and like yeah trying to find something that fits like I just get so upset shopping and, and stuff like that so I think it's beautiful that you can do that for them and show them that you know they can find stuff in places like Kmart and the warehouse and it doesn't have to be designer it doesn't have to be yeah. thousands of dollars or hundreds of dollars of like for one item which I think is very important yeah. in this day and age yes um because it I've kind of moved to, I I'm terrible I have so much stuff in my wardrobe um and over the last year I've been really hard on myself just like not buying things just to kind of buy them just to to get them um because it's ridiculous how much like nobody should have as many clothes as I do that I don't wear mm. like just buying, just buying a t-shirt or something it's like I've even gotten harder on myself around that like okay make sure you love it and that you're going to wear it. Um, and even if it's like slightly more expensive, if you just have one and you love it and you can like style it a bunch of different ways, that's equivalent to buying, I don't know, four t-shirts or something from Kmart. Um, but at the same time, I definitely like do love to go into Kmart and the warehouse and stuff. And some of my favorite pieces I have are from there, but I have made sure I haven't just bought it because. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, totally. And I love this. Um, yeah. Like having one more expensive piece that you can style with other things, I think is great. Like I've got a friend who makes her own skirts and they're beautiful. Yeah. And I'm like, if you had like a nice t-shirt to go with it, you could just have many different pattern skirts and like, just have like a yeah. nice top to go with it. And then it doesn't really matter. Right. Yeah, exactly. I think that's something um, I want to do more of um, in terms of the content that I'm sharing is just like how to style one thing differently or for different seasons. Yeah. Because I think as I get older, um, I want to have more of a capsule wardrobe because I think 
that it's less stressful to go, okay, these are my pieces that I'm working with. And then you have like a couple of more elaborate pieces, but you have like your key pieces that you wear, um, but you're able to style them differently enough that you feel like you're not wearing the same thing every day. <laughs> um, and, but also not to be overwhelmed by yeah. too many choices. Yeah. It's like one of those cases, right? You look at your wardrobe and you're like, I've got nothing to wear and literally it's yeah. full of clothes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I got to and I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, it's easier when you go away on holiday and you've got one bag full of stuff and you kind of mix and match those things. Then it, I found that easier to get dressed out of a bag full of stuff than to go through my wardrobe. Um, yeah, maybe that's, I don't know if that's just me, but I just felt <laughs> yeah. like, this is insane. Yeah. I um, would really like to do that thing where... Um, if you don't wear it for six months, like get rid of it. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to do that, but I don't know if I've got the willpower. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I don't, I don't think I have, like if I did that, I'd think I would have no wardrobe. So, you know, it's difficult. <laughs> um, but tell us a little bit like I, cause I've seen your journey. Um, you had some health issues as well, didn't you? Like uh, along the way and how that's affected, I guess what you share in your blog. Cause I know you, shared more about like your journey with that process as well yeah um I was really quiet about it at first so um I have had I've been I've just kind of like always been sick on and off um but at the beginning of 2018 it kind of came to a head for me I was um just I have chronic pain, so I was in pain all the time to the point like I was like, do I have cancer? Is there like, am I dying? And I was seeing all these doctors and um, rheumatologists and chiropractor and acupuncture and like spending literally all my money and all my time um, going to appointments for my health. Um, and one of the things was irritable bowel, which is, if you know anything about irritable bowel, it's like just a blanket term that's used um, to kind of describe anything that's wrong with like a stomach issue um, or a digestive issue and they kind of can't pinpoint it. Um, and so I got, I kind of took it into my own hands. I was like, something has to happen. I can't keep living like this. Um, and I was probably the heaviest that I'd ever been as well. Um, I think I got my heaviest around 140 kgs and I'm 169 centimetres. So I didn't notice it happening because it was, I was just comfort eating a lot. And because I was in pain, it was like the cycle of like, I can't be bothered cooking. So I'd just get takeaway, eat that. Mm -hmm. um, and um, so, yeah. Um, that's a whole different, my, my actual eating is a, is a whole nother thing I'm trying to deal with. But, um, health wise, I just wanted to not be in pain anymore and I wanted, wanted to not feel so sick anymore. Um, so I got hair tests done, um, where you send away like a chunk of your hair and they, um, look at it and check your like, um, hormones and allergies and what you're sensitive to and whatnot um so I got like this comprehensive list back and then I went in for a naturopath and she went through it with me and we kind of um discussed a plan which was basically for me cutting out um all sugar so like even fruit um I cut out all alcohol all dairy um all gluten and some specific like vegetables like onion and garlic I couldn't eat um so for three months I was 100% strict um and I was taking like supplements and stuff and I was I felt the best that I've felt in so so long but in coming with that I also lost like 30 35 kgs quite quickly um so it was a nice side effect um, because my whole body was feeling better. Um, 
but it definitely having been known for being confident and plus size and then losing a lot of weight quickly um it was when I talked about it I was kind of anxious to talk about it because I didn't want people to think that I had been kind of untrue like lying about the things I'd been saying about being confident and plus size that's this weird kind of thing that exists um in the body positive community there's um if you say one thing you're kind of almost expected to stay that way but I think if you're body positive then you're positive about your body which means looking after yourself however you need to um so that's what I did and um I've kind of slipped back food wise I need to like really haul it back in again um just because I did feel so good eating that way um but yeah so that's kind of so where are we now 2020 that was like two years ago so it's been over the last couple of years um interesting like I didn't see myself the only way that I kind of like saw any difference in myself though um which is an absolute mindfuck is um doing like before and after pictures so like because in my brain I couldn't actually see any change in my body I could just feel a change in my health yeah and you weren't so you were strict for like three months and I remember that because I'm pretty sure we caught up during that time and you were like sorry I'm gonna be real boring I can't have anything and whatever but you you were only strict like super strict for like that three months right and then you've kind of did you start introducing things back in like I just want people to know that it's not like a you have to cut everything out forever oh no that was no so that was just just for me to like try and re-establish like my gut health um and then I started introducing things back in um, after that. And now I just kind of eat normally. But I can feel my health issues kind of rearing again. Yeah. So I need to do another overhaul. But, um, yeah, it's not a cut everything out forever type of a thing. I don't think that's sustainable for anyone. No. Um, this was just, like, heavy measures to get my health back on track my body was under a lot of stress um so cutting out any stressors on that was kind of key at that point but um yeah I've definitely it was weird adding things back in after not having them for so long it's it's wild what you're like how fast your brain can go from one thing like I'd been eating however I wanted to and then I did this strict to get my health back on track and then like coming out of that was probably more stressful than going into it yeah yeah Yeah. but you I mean obviously your health is doing a lot better and you're feeling a lot better and has that changed Um, the message on I mean you're still body like I said I'm the same sort of way with you with body positivity is sort of like loving your body regardless of what state it is in and doing what's right for you like what your body needs to do to feel good regardless of what size you are um you you mentioned you got a little bit of backlash around that um there was i had people messaging me um that i didn't know like people that just had been following my blog um messaging and going um like i don't want to be rude but you had surgery eh like you had um you had gastric you had a you had bariatric surgery, didn't you? And I was like, no, <laughs> I didn't. Like, but, and it was just crazy to me because it genuinely was not about weight loss for me. It was about my health, which, like they say, like health is wealth. Like as you know, like mm. when you don't have it, like you'll do anything to to try and sort it out. Like it's. Yeah, so I did think that was quite funny getting getting those sorts of comments. Um, the way that it's changed my message, I think, is when I first started my blog, I would be very like, um, talk about confidence and talk about life as a plus size girl and like how it didn't matter that you could love yourself anyway, rah rah rah. 
stuff like that, like having a very like in your face kind of a, a message with my posts. Not in like a, a bad way, like, but like, not in, an, in too much of an intense way, but I was, I was talking about that. Whereas now I think I just be that. So like, I don't, like if I take a photo in my togs, I'm not like, um, I'm a plus size girl going to the beach. I'm in my togs. I don't care. It's like, if you're talking about it, you're aware of it, then you kind of care on some level, I guess. But I've gotten to the point where I'm just like, this is me. And if I'm going to take pictures um, in my togs, then that's nice for girls that look like me to see pictures of a girl that looks like them, not not talking about that, not pointing it out, just yeah. living it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, oh, I had a question. It's totally gone now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, no, I, I love that. And I love noticing that because it is, it's real through that. Like, and I, that's what I try and do with my personal Instagram page is share, um, sort of the realness because I think for a long time I didn't want to be posting on social media because I was sick of the fakeness of it like look at me look at me like this is you know life is perfect and again like there's nothing wrong with like being like hey I'm plus size and or hey I'm not um yeah and flaunting that like go for gold like I'm all for people getting empowered however the hell they want but for me the longest time was like the fakeness but it was like, yeah, because of my mental health and dealing with my body images, my body image, I didn't want to be putting it out there because I didn't want to be portraying this fake lifestyle that I didn't live. Yeah. So now or I, just, be, yeah, sorry. sorry. No, no, you go. I was say like, or to be saying something that you don't actually feel. Yeah. Like, I think when you're dealing with mental health, that's a really damaging thing to do for yourself. Mm, no I, I I agree and it wasn't until like I kind of started I guess watching you and watching other women you know who were loving their bodies the way that they were um, and coming into that message more and more myself that I started posting more and more about that like online um, yeah. and I remember the day because people know this now like people know that I'm into kink and know that I'm bisexual and know that I'm non-monogamous but posting my first my first rope photo like I love shibari I love being suspended it's like one of my favorite things to do but just the nerves of posting that the first time and like what would people think and yeah you know but getting past that and sharing it because it's such a create I love creativity and like that's Mm -hmm. a real creative form there's such an artwork to it but sharing it oh my god the nerves just like to get past that um was there like a for me it was like I guess fake it till you make it sort of sense was that kind of similar for you when you started or were you living confidently it definitely there was an element of it um an element of like fake it till you make it but I've always been kind of quite confident in a lot of ways like I'm don't get me wrong like I'm an anxious little bunny but like (laughs) um to like the pictures I was putting up I genuinely liked of myself and I thought I looked great and I wanted to say to other women if if you look like this or don't look like this or um if this does anything for you helpful then like that was what I was doing but there was obviously like every time I put up a picture there would still be a people and even now like I put up one um, I had a shoot I don't know if you saw it um with my friend Mel who came over from Australia and I'm like holding my boobs and walking along the beach yes I um, did see that and I was like really nervous to put that up because I was like, I love this photo. I sent it to my sister and she's like, oh my God, I'm going to print that out and put it on the fridge. Um, <laughs> and, but like, I was like, what if I get backlash for this? Even though it's been like five, six years, um, I still do get a little bit nervous. Um, but people are so supportive, like for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what I found, which is really nice. Yeah. And I love seeing no, I love seeing your stuff. 
Oh, thank you. I love seeing, yeah, and like you going from taking pictures of other people to then being the subject and also just being like you were saying, people know the stuff that you're into now, but like maybe didn't, didn't at one point, but now you're able to kind of more authentically be yourself. Yeah. Like it's such a weight off your shoulders when you just are who you are, I think. Yeah. I think, I, and I think it's important because being authentic is one of those big things in life for me, like just authentically be who you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you, there is, you do have to be responsible for that. Like I'm not saying yeah. go out and do that and then not give a shit about what someone, yeah. you know, like I am still very responsible. Like when it comes to my parents, um, yes. you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go shoot and put something on, Instagram or Facebook or wherever that I'm not comfortable with them seeing. Um, yeah, you're not. Sh- you don't want to shove it down people's throats. No, like. no, no. And yeah. um, I was talking with um, uh, Vixen from Vixen Temple the other day, and it was like, I, I would love. I want people to have it. It's like religion, right? It's great. Everyone can have their own thoughts, it's opinions, right. but you don't have to shove that down people's throats. Yeah. And that's what I love about your like. Um, your Instagram and your blogs and stuff is it's never shoving it down anyone's throat. It's just like, this is who I am. And I think it's very inspiring that you are like embracing who you are, um, loving who you are, rocking it like 110% with like confidence all of the freaking time. Like it's amazing. Um, <laughs> and that it inspires other women to go out yeah. there and live their lives as they are. Like yeah. there's that beauty about like, yes, it's curated to a, to a degree but it's not like you're not wearing these clothes out in public yeah yeah absolutely like I am like right now obviously these people can't see me but like god I'm wearing a wrap top in quarantine like <laughs> <laughs> I'm dressing up in quarantine yeah fuck yeah um and it's because it makes me feel good and it's not like when like because I do my I I do dress the way that I dress on my Instagram just in everyday life like that is just I am the person who's wearing fake eyelashes to work and like high heels every day and like that I because that's how I feel good and so it's not hurting anyone well it's hurting me sometimes because I fall over a lot but (laughs) (laughs) apart from that pain is beauty yeah beauty is pain (laughs) sorry um so I just want people to just because you uh, have any type of a body it doesn't matter but if you want to be a bit OTT or not in what you wear then I just don't see why you shouldn't do that because like if if I if I wear if I plan a good outfit in my head I'm excited to go to work the next day because I get to wear my outfit like whatever gets you through life (laughs) yeah right particularly in these days as well like even if you're not going to work even if you're stuck at home because yeah um, you know the change of the world and we are we are stuck if you're in New Zealand in particular like we're in lockdown we don't know until Monday what's happening I think it's so important for your mental health to continue that way right like if you love to dress up and you love to put all full face of makeup on and or if you're like me and love just being in sweatpants and a jumper the entire time yeah I think it's and, and like no bra I haven't worn a bra since being in lockdown oh I know my boobs are like what is this what is this I was jumping on the tramp with the kids the other day and I was like should I not think this through <laughs> <laughs> watch out watch out it's a straight <laughs> I'm gonna knock someone out with these <laughs> Um, but I think it's so important mentally, right? Like if that's what you need to do to feel good, just keep doing it. Yeah. Particularly Um, in times like this. hundred percent. And on the subject of mental health, can we talk about? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, I, sorry, somebody's just walking down the path. That's okay. Tell us where you are. Where where are you spending your quarantine? (laughs) And I'm spending my quarantine in the Coromandel. Um, I'm by the beach, which is incredibly lucky and incredibly kind to my mental health. Um, so, yeah, I feel very blessed to be able to be where I am right now. Um, so, yeah, on the subject of mental health, I have struggled with anxiety my entire life. 
Um, and I am 28 and I only went on medication after trying everything under the sun that wasn't medication um, for my anxiety uh, in October last year. And I, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't realise how high-functioning I was um, as a person with anxiety because you live in this constant state. You don't know any different um, until, you know, you're waking up at two in the morning having a panic attack. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's always a good time. Mm. Um, I'm just grateful to not, I'm grateful that during this time, like where the whole world is in chaos, really, to, um, have, to have my mental health be in a stable place because it hasn't been for such a long time. And I, I'm worried like for my friends who I know struggle with anxiety at the moment and just for people in general, because um, it's, it's a really kind of triggering time. Mm. Um, so just like checking in with friends and stuff and um, yeah, doing whatever we can to kind of like unite against that. And because I think that people who, like, you know, mental health has such a stigma around it. Even now, there's still there's still a stigma around it. Um, like, obviously, so much less than there ever was. But there's people who've never experienced it who will be experiencing it now. Oh, yeah. Um, which is kind of, I feel like I'm a veteran of, <laughs> like... Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I <laughs> like, feel you. Don't worry. Yeah, come to me, I've got you. <laughs> I'll hold your hand through this. I feel you, yeah. man. Like, everyone's freaking out before this lockdown, being like, oh, my God, oh, my God, like, just having anxiety attacks and going out and buying all the toilet paper. And I feel yeah. like people who have mental health issues, like yourself and I, we're just yeah. like, oh, yeah, this is how I live normally. Like, whatever. Yeah. That's how um, I remember talking to one of my friends when, once I just started on um, medication. And I said to her, like, it's so weird. Like I didn't realize how I had, I was in this constant state of um, like heightened anxiety all the time um, for almost my whole life. And so when there's chaotic, when like crisis, I'm, I'm fantastic in a crisis. I am like, I'm the person you want to be there because like, I'm so calm because I'm anxious all of the time. <laughs> it's my normal state of functioning. So as soon as there's a crisis, I'm like on top of it. Like, yeah. Yep. So uh, that's just basically where I'm at at the moment. Just, yeah. just helping everybody else get through. Cause I'm like, welcome, come in, sit down. Um, <laughs> let me show you the ropes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here, have a cup of tea. Or wine, you know, like whatever you need. Yeah, we're here for you. And that yeah. I think that's important, right? And this this time is to be checking in on your friends and family. Yeah. And people who maybe aren't even in your immediate circles. Yeah. To make sure they're okay. Um and yeah. people who are isolating alone or maybe not lucky enough to be isolating with um like in a safe kind of in a space. safe space. Cause I'm you know, like like um domestic violence right now like yeah. that would be so hard and i think it's very important to reach out to those people and just not the people that you know but if you know someone who struggles or might look like they're struggling like just reach out to them and make yeah. sure that they're okay because like i've had my days like i know mostly i'm dealing with this lockdown fine but there was like i think it was like week three when i just just like the wheels came off yeah a little bit eh? like just emotional and crying and just didn't know what to do with myself and because I'm also high functioning um not anxiety but depression like I just high function my life is you know a product because of that it's just like yeah not being busy yeah that's something I didn't realize so I've known that I've had um I have generalized anxiety disorder, which was like also kind of centered around health, but also just in general. Um, I can't tell you the amount of times I've ended up in the A&E just like, cause I thought I had a blood clot when I 
had literally just talked myself into it. Um, <laughs> so I knew I had anxiety, but um, up until like in the last year, I didn't think I had depression. But if you know anything about anxiety and depression, they go hand in hand. They're like opposite sides of a coin. Like you can't really have one without the other on some form. And I thought, well, but I'm not like down, like I'm pretty chipper. I'm busy all the time. Like I've got heaps on my plate. And then my um, therapist is like, yeah, but there's different types of depression. Like it can manifest as being insanely busy all the time being everything to everyone yeah and so like I know you definitely um get that because it's, it's like if I'm busy then I can't be I can't it's, be anxious that's my life like in the lockdown yeah. not going to work and then having something every evening of the week as much as that stressed me out it also stopped me yeah. thinking because I was too yeah. busy going to work um coming and going to pole dancing, going and having dinner with yeah. my step parents. Like I was constantly busy and in lockdown yeah. it's really messed with my brain. Cause I'm like, I'm not doing as much. I feel guilty for not doing as much. Yeah. And then like trying to remind myself that it's okay not to be doing anything. Like this is not a time yeah. to be uber productive. Yeah. Um, and reminding my friends that as well. Cause I think everyone's struggling with that at the moment. Like I think everyone is struggling yeah. with having all this extra time that they just yeah. feel bad for not, doing stuff or like not being not exercising enough or not starting yeah. you know like you see all these posts on instagram that are like if you didn't learn a new skill in this time you've wasted your time and it's like no i don't think that's a good message to be no it's sharing. like just getting through sometimes is the accomplishment yeah like the fact that you are getting up or not getting up, the fact that you're existing every day, you know, continue, continuing to exist um, in yourself when you're dealing with a worldwide pandemic, like, this is a stressful time, yeah. like, this is something none of us, especially our generation, has ever dealt with before, um, and so it is, it is scary and it is stressful and people are losing their jobs and the economy and this and that. Like you don't need to be learning Spanish in that time. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And if you like, want to go not, for gold, but there's no, Oh, but don't pressure someone to like, no. if, if, if that, like if that is what you're doing in that time to like look after your mental health, because you want to do that, then that's great. But I don't think it's like fair to say if you didn't do this, yeah, then you've wasted time. Oh, I... because hate those posts on Instagram like yeah. if you didn't do if you didn't ex you know like if you didn't do this if you didn't do that like you've wasted your time and I'm like no because then that's what leads to the guilt and the anxiety and the depression is because then you are stuck with like well I'm not doing anything and I'm not being productive and I'm wasting my time and it's just the spiraling shithole yeah. to get into and I fall into it a couple of times like I'm a like I said highly functioning I need to be doing yeah. something all of the time and if I'm not yeah. then I feel like I'm a failure um, yeah. And then having, but it's been really amazing having a partner be like supportive of that and being like, no, no, you don't need to achieve, you know, the world. You don't yeah. need to keep up with your pole dancing. Like I don't even have a pole at home, but like there's online classes and stuff and you don't have to keep up with that. You don't have no. to do anything in this time except for look after yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's great with you, like, staying dressed up for you. Yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong. Like, I've been such a slob majority of the time. But um, just just getting dressed up occasionally when the, like, urge, you know, it's kind of like creativity. Like, if you just get, you know, sometimes I just get the urge to paint or draw. Like, yeah. that's how I feel about getting dressed up or doing my makeup it's definitely like a an outlet yeah and then I get to enjoy looking the way that I enjoy to look yeah and I think um, that helps mentally get you out of a spot right like because if you yeah. and I've had to do that once over this lockdown and I'm not a makeup person I don't wear makeup yeah. generally but I was like you know what I'm gonna put makeup on today because I want to feel good and this yeah. is how that's gonna like this is how it's gonna help me feel good today like usually I feel good without makeup on it was just I want yeah. to look 
put together. I want to feel like I, and I put a bra on for like half a day. I know. Oh right. I put a bra on for half a day and then I was like, no, nah, I'm done with this. <laughs> like, yeah, I, it, it's, it's done its job. I'm done here. I'm going to go back <laughs> to my track pants now. Yeah. Um, I, um, I ordered, I didn't order when Posty Plus said that they could um, deliver essentials. I didn't order where I ordered um, pajamas, leggings, lounge pants, a cardigan, and I ordered stuff for the kids because I was like, I, they're my niece and nephew, by the way, for people that are listening. <laughs> um, two and just turned five. We've had two um, mm. birthdays in lockdown. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, you know, well, we may as well look comfy while we're feel comfy and look good in our loungewear while we're doing it. Yeah. So that was my fashion, but not fashion. Just yeah. wanted an online order to look forward to, to be fair. Yeah, fair. No, it's nice getting online orders. I like had a couple of things. I went onto the warehouse the other day and was like, I'm just going to online shop the essentials because I can. Yeah. Yeah. I gonna, like, yeah. ended up buying cat food. So, you know, <laughs> uh, at least my cat will be happy. That's um, so coming out of coming out of lockdown, I guess, like where do you see because I've seen you've like obviously you've re rebranded or like rechanged like changed your Instagram handle to Nina Simone. Um yeah. where do you see that going in the fashion industry and like where do you see yourself going um moving forward? I ultimately I love both sides of the camera. I love organizing. Um, you were amazing organizing that shoot we first met on. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, that was great. Um, I love like the creative like direction kind of a thing. So um, putting things to get content creation, but also um, like designing or being a part of designing um, is pretty. Oh, here come the kids. Um, <laughs> uh, but. I would love to do more modeling um, because I do quite a bit of modeling as it is um, and I've been getting into more bridal stuff but I honestly don't know I think it's going to depend on where the world gets to and what is appropriate to be talking about you know Mm. like I don't want to be encouraging people to spend money or making them feel like they need to when they can't, if that's where the world kind of gets to. Um, So I guess doing more stuff like going through my own wardrobe, like that's something I really wanted to do while we've been in lockdown is to like create different looks um, with just the stuff that I've got in my wardrobe. Um, and encourage people to be able to do the same, maybe try different combinations that they hadn't tried before. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just going to absolutely depend where things go. I'd love to carry on more with what I was doing prior to lockdown, but we will just see. I don't know. I never know. Yeah. Just just go where the wind takes me. Yeah. No, and I love that. I love that um, energy about you and that that sort of just willingness to kind of go with the flow, which is very beautiful, but also kind of knowing like your values, you're very grounded in what your values are, but also then being able to go with the change that is currently happening with our economical disaster. At the the bottom of everything I do, um, I have only ever wanted to help women. It's why I studied to be a midwife. It's why I kind of do a lot of what I do in terms of fashion and body positivity. Um, It's just important to me that women feel good. People feel good. Yeah. And um, what would be like one bit of, I mean, I guess, advice or a tip, like, for people looking at their wardrobe, um, is, I guess, would it be sort of maybe restyle it, like, look at what different combinations you can, like, what would you, what kind of tip would you go give to someone fashion-wise, like, involving what they want, if they're wanting to, like, refresh in, or? Um, I would say get rid of 
the stuff that I don't know if you have these kind of things in your in your wardrobe but I know I do uh, I need to take my own advice on this get rid of the stuff that doesn't make you feel good when you look at it when you like you know it's there it's hanging around but you never want to wear it and when you look at it you don't feel great about it there's no point in you having it like try and focus on the items that you feel good in when you wear like or even just identifying what that is for you in your wardrobe like if you're having a bad day or if you're feeling a bit stressed or feeling a bit anxious having a dress or an outfit or a jacket or something or a pair of jeans or shoes that you can put on that make you feel like you um I think that's that's important what I'm doing at the moment is kind of deciding the look that I want for autumn winter this year um I don't know if that's just because I'm an absolute fashion nerd or if that's what normal people do but um I like I've kind of identified looks that I like that I think would suit my body shape and obviously we can't go trying stuff on at the moment um but like for me I want to invest in um it doesn't have to be expensive when I say invest I mean in something that fits me correctly like it could be ten dollars or you know a hundred dollars but I just want to make sure that it works for the purpose that I want it for. So what I'm looking for at the moment is like a bias cut slip dress. Um, I want one in like a cream and then I would like to use that as my core piece for my outfits and then like change it up. So sometimes I could have like a skivvy underneath it and have the slip dress over the top with some boots or I could wear the slip dress underneath and have like a sweater on the top. Um, it's just like creating different looks with that one piece again. Um, so that's kind of where I'm spending my time because I have so much of it at the moment. Just looking online um, and looking at kind of how I would like to dress. Like that kind of is getting me through at the moment while I'm sitting there scrolling in my sweatpants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dreaming of one day soon. Mm. Yeah. No, I love that. Cool. So it, it, it's, that's a really nice piece of advice. Like get rid of anything that doesn't, you don't, doesn't serve you anymore, yeah. essentially. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like if you don't feel good when you wear it, why do you have it? Like, yeah. um, I know that's, yeah, like different reasons, but like, if you can get rid of something that doesn't make you feel good, get rid of it. Yeah. I need to donate a whole lot of my stuff. I went through it just before lockdown happened um, and was just really hard on myself. Like, I don't wear this. I haven't worn this in the last year. So I need to get rid of it. I need to donate it or I need to sell it. Yeah. Um, also, like, if you are on a small budget, like, op shopping, sometimes you find such gems. Um, yeah. So if you haven't done that before, I know as a plus size girl, it can be really hard um, to op shop, but I wouldn't let that stop you um, because a, it's quite fun looking at what you can find, but um, yeah, you, you, it's kind of like a treasure hunt almost. Yeah. That would be a nice little thing to do after lockdown. Go yeah. op shopping. I know that that's on my list of things I want to go and do. Especially because it's probably a really good time to do that because during lockdown, I know so many people have gone through their wardrobes. So Ooh, the op shops and Trade Me as well are going to be like overflowing with stuff, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. Everyone's got all the spare time, right? So they'll be clearing out, hopefully. Yeah. Um, how do you feel, just quickly, how do you feel on people, like, well, not people, but keeping clothes that no longer fit you that you hope you'll fit in one day? Is that like another thing that doesn't feel good like um, I think it can be difficult it's really difficult to get rid of clothes that did fit you whether they're too big or too small um it can just like be mentally really hard for one reason or, or another but um I'd say like if they don't fit you, then you don't have to feel bad about getting rid of them um, because 
you can buy buy clothes have clothes that fit you like having clothes that don't fit you doesn't really serve a purpose but like I know I, I've got some <laughs> that, that I've bought that I'm kind of like oh I'll fit that one day but like whether I will or not I enjoy looking at it so it does serve a purpose for me right yeah no perfect but if they make you feel if you look at the clothes that you're holding on to and they make you feel bad about yourself get rid of them it's not it's not worth having yeah you know if you've got a pair of skinny jeans that you're like oh I'm gonna fit into those in six months or whatever like you, you're probably not so maybe just buy some that fit you and if you need to size down another time like size down yeah it's, it, it's easy to get caught up in wanting to be a certain size I think that's a whole different conversation <laughs> oh yeah I would agree um that's probably one we can have another time but I would, yeah yeah like I I yeah this society's way of you should be a certain size or you should look yeah. a certain way that's one of my biggest pitfalls and yeah I think there's a whole conversation around that really that we'll yeah to another time otherwise oh yeah that's a whole thing on its own <laughs> yeah yeah right um so where can people find you um so on instagram i'm nina simone underscore nz and on facebook monochrome and simone perfect and i will put those in the show notes anyway um it was so lovely to see you and talk with you i mean it's been forever yeah. and you know i can't wait for us to shoot again either like um this babe is yeah honestly oh my gosh i my favorite shoot has been with you Aww. um we jesse and i did a boudoir shoot like three three yeah i think it was before you started yeah. the health yeah what health journey um and i would encourage any of you listening if you haven't um had a shoot with jesse before to do it because no matter what size you are no matter who you are it's the most empowering thing and jesse you're amazing to work with and i think you've got a very special kind of way about you um that makes it very easy to feel comfortable um in your skin what especially during the photo shoot so oh thank you i love that thank you and i have to come to you no anytime and i'm gonna have to come to you for some styling advice clearly we've been meaning to do that for the (laughs) longest time and last time we caught out what did we do we drank wine and ate about three kgs of potatoes Uh, yeah just like fried food we were like yeah let's have wine and fried food so it was an entire board entire board of chips cooked different ways it was it was it was lots of fun <laughs> um god it was lots of fun well thank you again thank you so much for joining me and i hope you have a safe rest of lockdown we'll we figure we'll find out what happens soon yeah um, tomorrow yeah i know right so go and look up uh nina on nina simone in underscore nz on instagram and uh, monochrome and simone on facebook um, and is your blog, like your website, still up? It is. It, prob- it has not been updated in a long time, but there's some archives there that you can have a look at some stuff on fashion, um, but it may not be valid anymore. <laughs> right, perfect. Cool. Good to know. Okay, beautiful. Well, thank you so much, and I will talk to you thank soon. You. Bye. See ya.